As we all heard that demonic voice from below, I immediately gave my M16 rifle to Ben. I gave the FNP90 to Jake, and Chris grabbed a pistol grip shotgun. Chris gave both Catherine and Amy the extra shotguns that Chris had stolen from those two dead guards. Alright, everyone. This mutant knows that we're here. So here's the plan. When the mutant gets up here, I'll throw an object in the middle of the attic. When he gets in the middle, we start shooting. Okay? They all nodded. Yeah, we, we all understand what we have to do, Chris said. Good, I replied. I stepped out of the secret room, going to hide behind a pile of boxes. I waited for that mutant to get in here so that we could kill it. I heard it violently trying to get the latch open. And after waiting for about five minutes, it managed to get this latch open, getting in. I could hear its heavy footsteps as it walked further into the darkness. I looked through some goggles, and I saw that the creature was looking around, trying to find us. But then I noticed that this creature was taller compared to the other mutants. It stood about, I'd say around 5'4". I saw the mutant turning around and walking over to where the group was, and this mutant actually spoke, saying, Come out and play with me. I won't bite much. As I turned away, I grabbed an object and threw it in the middle. I saw the mutant walking towards the object, and when it approached it, I got out and I started to shoot rapidly at it. The rest came out as well and fired at the creature. Just to make sure it was dead, I shot it in the head. They approached the mutant Elmo. Chris crouched down to take a closer look at it, asking what the fuck these things were. I really don't know how these people can get away with all this shit, Ben said. Alright guys, listen up. We need to get out of here fast, I said to the group. Wait, you didn't tell us how you got inside this place, Jake said. I said that I'd explain that to them later, but for now, let's go, before more of them come. I opened the latch, and we got out of the attic. I asked Chris how he and the others got here, and he started to explain how he got there. He said he'd been hearing rumors about this place, hiding a facility underground, and that he was curious to see if it was true or not. The others decided to go check it out for themselves. We snuck inside the park at night, and it was eerily quiet. I noticed a door that read staff only. And as we started to approach the door, we each got shot at something. A tranquilizer dart. After that, we blacked out. And after what felt like hours, I was the first one to wake up noticing that we were inside a huge room. I woke up the group, and they woke up looking around the room, wondering where we all were. I interrupted Chris's story and told them what the fuck he was thinking. And he just said that it was the biggest mistake that he'd ever made in his life. I'm sorry I got you guys into this, Chris said to the group. Everyone said that it was okay, but I led the charge. Okay, come on, let's go. But before we left, Amy asked me, 
Hey, Daniel, how did you get that scar across your face? I told her that it was a long story. Don't lie, Daniel, Amy said. What do you mean? I asked. You got the scar. You got all this gear and experience with fighting these monsters. Wait. Wait, you're... You're that National Guard soldier that destroyed Nickelodeon Studios ten years ago. You... You gotta be! I gotta say, you're really brave. You have a problem with that? I said to her. Not at the moment. She replied. Good. We got up the stairs and back into the hallways of the asylum. Or facility. Whatever it was. As we were walking through the hallways, we all stopped in our tracks. Because we had heard a person calling out for help. Someone was still alive in this place. Ben said. Yeah, we should go see who it is. Catherine said. And I agreed. We all followed the voice. It led us to a rusted door that read, Research Room. We got in, and the room was very clean, despite this place being both rotten and disgusting. What a clean room this is, Ben said. We heard the voice yet again, and as we turned around, we saw a woman sitting on the floor. Lifeless, as she kept saying, Somebody help me! Continuously. But then a thought hit me. What if these employees or staff or security guards used this poor woman as a bait to trap us? I saw an invisible string on the wall and looked to my right. I saw Catherine approaching the woman. I stopped her before she got any closer to her. Wait, wait, I said. I told Catherine that it was a trap. Chris didn't believe me. A, a trap, he said. The group backed up, and I followed the string to the wall. How did I find this invisible string? You may ask. I have pretty good eyesight, so I could see small things that others can't. I approached it, took out my knife, and cut it. Immediately, we heard a loud bang. I got down, and I saw a shotgun from above me. Luckily, it didn't hit any of us. Are you guys okay? I checked all of them. Yeah, we're okay, Daniel, Chris said. We got up, and that's when Ben said, So we're gonna leave her? I mean, come on, look at her. There, there's nothing we can do to help her. She's done. They all went back and forth, and I knew Ben was right. Deep down, there was nothing we can do. I looked back at the group, and I said, Yes. Leave her. I can't. Came from Catherine. Then that's on you, I replied. We got out of the room, and as we were walking, we heard another gunshot. This time from Catherine. She killed this lifeless woman. We started to run to the exit, and we managed to get out just in time before any of these mutants got out. We got out of the asylum, and I locked the door with a steel pipe that I found on the floor. Okay, guys. Look. We're almost out of here. Let's just stick together. 
and that way we can get the hell out of here. Hey, Daniel, Amy piped up. Check this out. Amy showed me one of those little screens that you use a card to get in unauthorized areas. There's something important in that room, Jake said. But we don't have a key to open it, Amy said. Don't worry. I got one of the cards I stole from the dead employees. I took a card out of my pocket. I swiped it. And by miracle, it opened. It revealed a room with a big computer that had a surveillance camera on it. Turns out they've been watching me this whole time. I concluded. I looked through the cameras and... I saw that the park was empty. No mutants or employees in sight. I look back at the group and tell them, let's go. We all got out of there fast with our guns raised. Okay guys, follow me, I said to the group. I started to show the group to the armored vehicle, and two minutes before we got to the vehicle, we heard Jake dropping to the ground, moaning in pain. His feet were caught in one of those bear traps. Guys, help me please, oh fuck. We ran to go help him. I got the trap open, and his left foot was free. Fucking bastards. Ugh. His feet were pretty messed up from that bear trap, I concluded. Ben picked up Jake and put him in the back of the truck. The rest of the guys were in, and I got in the driver's seat, starting it. But before I could drive, to our horror, the employees were back. And so were the creatures. I sped off, and... And as I was far away from the park, I stopped it, getting out. Daniel, what? why did you stop the car? Chris asked. I'm going back, I replied. What the hell are you talking about? Look, those fuckers aren't getting out alive. So I'm going back to finish what I started. Look, Chris, here's the address to my friend Enrique's home. You drive this car and get the hell out of here shared a bit of silence between us before he finally agreed. All right, Daniel. I really don't want to leave you here, Chris said. Don't worry about me. I've been through hell with mutants like these before. I'll beat him again. I went to the back of the truck, and I grabbed two guns. One was the AA-12 shotgun and the Browning machine gun. I also grabbed three, maybe two more drum magazines and shotgun shells to put in my backpack. I put one mag in my pouch and the two others in my backpack. I grabbed ten boxes of fifty shotgun shells and two gasoline cans. And now back to the story. After I grabbed all the stuff, I told Chris to leave the area. Chris drove off. I started to run towards the park, and I looked through my binoculars, seeing that they were indeed looking for me and the others. I slowly take off my vest and shirt, because, well, it was hot at that point, and I then put my combat vest on. I kick open the gates, and I started to shoot at all the employees in the park. I ran and shot at the same time. The employees were going down like bowling pins, but, but a few employees managed to get a hold of me, trapping me. But thanks to my physical strength, I managed to push my way out and beat the rest of the employees with my Bowie knife and 1911 pistol. 
After that, well, everything went quiet. I put the knife back in my sheath and picked up the machine gun and started to run. I ran around the park until I heard a man saying my name. Daniel Carter. I turned to my left and I saw a middle-aged man with a suit and lab coat. Well, <laughs> you certainly did a good job of killing my staff, Mr. Carter. Who the fuck are you? I said. You don't know who I am. <laughs> really? Well, Mr. Carter, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Mr. Hooper, the founder of the Asylum for these beasts. So you're Mr. Hooper, I said. Yes, that is me. Now let's cut the talking and let's get to the fighting. I scoffed. You don't even have a chance against me. Because when I get my hands on you, I will crush your neck like it was nothing. <laughs> we'll see about that, soldier. Mr. Hooper then removed his lab coat and took out a cutlass sword. He takes it out of its scabbard. I removed my vest and all of my weapons and threw them aside for me. All I had was my katana. And all I needed was my katana. I took it out from its scabbard, and we both stood there, ready to strike at any moment. I raised my sword, ready to fight Mr. Hooper. Mr. Hooper yelled, and he ran with the sword raised up, and I blocked his strike. Let's fight to the death, I said. <laughs> 